We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on local now, channel 525. With SRN News, I'm Rich Thomason in Washington. As subtropical storm Alberto continues its slow trek toward the Gulf Coast, landfall expected by this evening, it uh, should come ashore somewhere near Destin, Florida. Tropical storm warnings have been posted from Mobile, Alabama to Florida's Big Bend region. David Zelinsky at the National Hurricane Center says torrential rains will likely pose the biggest threat. We're still looking at a risk of heavy rainfall, especially across the Florida Panhandle, a large portion of Alabama and western Georgia through tonight, spreading northward into northern Georgia and the rest of the southeast by Tuesday. Less than two years after enduring a devastating flash flood, Ellicott City, Maryland, has been hit again. The community just west of Baltimore got almost eight inches of rain over six hours yesterday. One person is missing in the wake of the flooding. This is SRN News. Memorial Day, a day of honor and reverence. Wellness Radio 1570 recognizes those who gallantly laid down their lives for our country and freedom. This Memorial Day acknowledged the sacrifices made by our service men and women, both here and overseas. Please take a moment to remember those who have lost their lives, the families left behind, and thank those that protect us today. Wellness Radio 1570 remembers our fallen heroes. Even on this Memorial Day, great health and wellness radio programs coming to you here on Wellness 1570, including Like It Matters Radio with Mr. Black, which happens to be next, followed by The Bright Side, that on call with Dr. Ace at Around Dutch Afternoon. I hope you have a wonderful Memorial Day today. And remember the reason we enjoy the freedoms we have in this country is because of the men and women who have fought and sacrificed so much. As I mentioned, Like It Matters Radio is coming up next. Chop Room in Minneapolis is giving you a $1,800 competition voucher for just $900. What better way to get over the winter slump and get ready for summer dinner parties than getting your cook on competition style at Chop Room. This unique experience allows you to bake your cake and eat it too. It's the most fun you'll have with an apron on. And you'll be surprised with the end results. Mm, delicious. Plus, you don't need to be Gordon Ramsay. All cooking levels are welcome. The best part is this is one of our half-off deals. For $900, you'll receive a $1,800 voucher to Chop Room in Minneapolis. It includes a private event for up to 20 people in a cooking challenge, complete with all ingredients, tools, and judging. Perfect for team bonding, a bachelorette party, a graduation gift, and family reunions. To take advantage of this deal, call us at 651-405-8800. I'm sure glad you're my sister, Addie. Yep, you're my best buddy. Mom says you were their little surprise. What would we do without you? Well, you'll probably get your own gum. Yeah, that's true, but you're worth it. Hello, my name is Carrie. I work with Pro-Life Across America, the billboard people. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives to abortion or needs post-abortion assistance or would like to support the life-saving work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or check us out online at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America, educational, non-political, and tax-deductible. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Pro-Life Across America. Advantage Auto Glass is hiring. Advantage Auto Glass is a family-owned company. Because of their success, they're looking to hire even more experienced Auto Glass installers. So if you or anyone you know installs Auto Glass, call 952-423-6396. Advantage Auto Glass installers are the heart, soul, and face of their business and are treated accordingly. 
At Advantage Auto Glass, you'll receive group medical, top pay, savings plan, paid vacations and holidays, a family-friendly schedule, and a company van. Advantage Auto Glass technicians start at $25 an hour, plus earn $37.50 an hour overtime. When you work for Advantage Auto Glass, you're part of the family. So if you or someone you know are an experienced Auto Glass technician, call 952-423-6396 today or check them out at ReplaceMyWindshield.com. That's 952-423-6396 or ReplaceMyWindshield.com. The following program was pre-recorded and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? If you want to be inspired, get help in becoming all you can be, the time is now for Like It Matters Radio with your host, Mr. Scott V. Black. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, Radio Life Caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we are talking about fear is a liar. Fear is a liar. Matter of fact, one of my favorite acronyms for fear is false evidence appearing real. The only power that fear has is the power that we give it. And there's a great song out there uh, by Zach Williams called Fear is a Liar. And it really addresses this. It really addresses this point that fear is false evidence appearing real. That the only power that fear has is the power that we give it. So let's listen to a little of this song from Mr. Zach Williams. When he told you you're not good enough told you you're not right when he told you you're not strong enough to put up a good fight when he told you you're not worthy when he told you you're not loved when he told you you're not beautiful you'll never be enough So true, so true. The only power that fear has is the power that we give it. You know, I talk a lot about different books I read, and one of my favorite books out there is a a book by Dr. Susan Jeffers called Feel the Fear and Do It Anyways. And she says three levels down, uh, fear comes down to a simple concept, that I can't handle it. That's what it comes down to, I can't handle it. If you think about fear of rejection, you know, the number one cause for failure in salespeople. That person, if you go down deep enough, if you, if you meta it down deep enough, that person saying, if this person says no to me, I can't handle it. Or in a personal relationship, you know, if I metaphorically expose myself buck naked, I give you everything I got and you're not pleased, it's not enough, uh, it's not good enough, I can't handle that. You know, the fear of public speaking, the number one fear in the world, believe it or not. The number two fear is burning to death by fire. Translated literally, people would rather burn to death by fire than speak in public. But let's think about what is that fear of public speaking. It's not really the fear of opening your mouth in front of people. It's a deeper fear. It's a fear of people realizing you're not that smart or people laughing at you or people not approving of you or people not doing this or not doing that. Matter of fact, uh, there's a list of over 2,000 fears. Fear is everywhere. And so today, I thought we'd pay tribute to uh, Zach Williams' song, uh, and I'd really deal with this thing called fear. Because if you think about it, what a life caddy does, because that's what I am, I'm a life caddy. Uh, if you, you equate it to a caddy in golf. What's the job of a caddy in golf? Think about it. A caddy in golf carries the golfer's bags. 
So it takes pressure off of them, right? A caddy in golf kind of uh, socializes with the player, kind of keeps their focus going the right direction, kind of encourages them. A caddy knows the game, knows the course, knows the golfer, right? A caddy has to sometimes give words of encouragement, maybe to uh, downplay some negative statements and maybe to or some actions and, and play up some of the others. Don't you see? And fear is our biggest enemy. Fear of rejection, fear of embarrassment, low self-esteem, low self-worth, wanting to be liked. Matter of fact, in our leadership training, uh, on w- in one of our events, what we do is we actually identify the 20 most common blocks to leadership. And we have people actually do battle with that fear. Because that's what it really comes down to. All these blocks you can put down in this ca- category of fear and doubt. And doubt is basically a byproduct of fear, if you think about it. And our enemy's number one weapon formed against us is confusion. And if you think about what is confusion, fear of the unknown, fear of the future. It's like we've got so many fears. And there's a reason we have fear. Matter of fact, the Bible says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. I want my children to fear uh, getting into a car with a stranger. I would like to, my kids to fear disrespecting me, disappointing me. And not fear for their life. But fear of dishonoring me, fear of dishonoring God. And so you got to get this with so many other things in life. Fear by itself is not necessarily bad because there are some good uses of fear. We have fear for a reason. If I'm walking down a dark alley with my family, fear tells me that maybe I shouldn't be there, right? Fear of the Lord is the beginning wisdom, the Bible says, because if I am afraid of disappointing the Lord, of going against the Lord, that will move me in a direction that is closer to God. Matter of fact, today we're going to cover so many things. And one of the things we're going to cover is neuroassociative conditioning because there's only two driving forces in life. And believe it or not, fear is one of those driving forces in life. And I'm not putting a, a positive or negative, resourceful or unresourceful. They are two motivating factors. Neuroassociative conditioning says that there are two motivating factors. The avoidance of pain, moving away from fear, and the desire for pleasure, moving towards something. We're also going to cover that the body releases 63 known chemicals. And fear is a state of mind. It's a chemical response. The body releases chemicals based on three things. And those chemicals make us feel different things. And one of them they can make us feel is fear. But when you realize it's just a chemical response. And you realize that fear, like Dr. Susan Jeffers says, comes down to the simple concept that I can't handle it. And once you realize that you can handle it, well, then you can feel the fear and do it anyways. And the very last segment of today's show, I'm actually give you a three-step process that I call uh, moving beyond fear in the decision-making process. Because today we're also going to talk about fear's address. And whenever we move outside of our comfort zone, whenever we push the envelope, whenever we venture outside of the known into the unknown, fear is going to be present. I love the metaphor. In the days of antiquity when we thought the world was flat. If you look at the old maps of antiquity, you'll see the known world. And then just beyond that, you'll see the sea serpent. And in Latin, it says there might be dragons. And see, that's what fear is. It's the potentiality of something that might happen. It's a form of worry, if you think about it. It's the opposite of faith. You can't be a child of God. You can't be living in full faith and have fear. Or at least fear that stops you. Fear that makes you question. Fear that makes you wonder. Because fear is the absence of faith. And we let fear guide us and fear control us, then all of a sudden we're of a different spirit, of a different species. Fear is a normal response to many situations. It's not the fact that we have fear that matters. It's what do we do with fear. Matter of fact, I'm going to tell you right now, if you're living your life like it matters, fear is has to be part of the process. It has to be. It has to be, because whenever you get outside your comfort zone, you're going to experience fear, fear of the unknown, fear of failure, fear of disappointment, whatever those things are. Why do you think most people don't step outside of their comfort zone? But what you got to realize is fear is part of the process. Matter of fact, by definition, 
Courage requires the presence of fear. And many people think that successful people do not experience fear, and that is a lie from the pit of hell. We sure do. The difference is we don't let it stop us. We realize that we can feel the fear and do it anyways. As a matter of fact, when we are feeling fear every now and then, it tells you you're pushing your envelope. It tells you you're growing. It tells you that you're doing something different, something beyond normal. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about fear is a liar. We'll be back in three minutes. Here's what a pastor from North Carolina who served for 33 years said about Leadership Awakening. If you don't think you need it, you're probably the one that needs it the most. You know, I was one of those, been there, done that, and I've been through some powerful things. Most of them have been ministry-related, and I mean, I've been in the hearing and in the presence of some of the best speakers about Christian things that the world knows. And I've been encouraged, and I've been excited, and I've been given energy. Honestly, this did something for me that none of those ever did, and I'm not sure ever could, because it presented to me some methodologies and some practical principles that I had never learned. And it has made a tremendous impact on my life. Change the course of your life by attending the next Like It Matters Leadership Awakening in Richmond, Virginia, August 23rd through the 25th. Go to likeitmatters.net, click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment. Hi, this is Eric with the Kingdom Builders with some words of encouragement for you today. In Galatians 5-7, Paul tells us that those who have put their trust in Jesus Christ are no longer bondservants, but sons. And as sons, then heirs of God through Christ. He goes on in Ephesians 1-3 to explain what a great blessing that is when he says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in the heavenly places in Christ. There are two small words in that verse that bring great encouragement. The first is half, which tells me it is already done. And the second is all, which tells me that I lack nothing in Christ. Oh, how great to be called a child of God. On behalf of the Kingdom Builders, I hope these words are encouragement to you today. If you'd like to contact us, look us up online at thekingdombuilders.net. I am Marcus Jubland. Like my dad always says, we're not salespeople, we're just great roofers. Hi, this is Mr. Black. In order to grow into mature adults, we need food. If we are to grow in our relationship with God, we need the bread of life, Jesus Christ. Every day on wayofwarrior.blog, I share God's word and unpack its meaning so you can apply it in your daily walk and grow with God. If your desire is to grow into the likeness of Christ and be all He created you to be, go to wayofwarrior.blog and click the follow button to receive this daily sustenance. Wayofwarrior.blog. That's wayofwarrior.blog. Still need more of Mr. Black? Understand how your brain is wired with brain mapping. This innate intelligent profile will identify your personality and learning styles to help you maximize your potential. Transformational Leadership Awakening has changed the life of hundreds of participants and can change yours too. Mr. Black also does one-on-one life caddy work. If you want him to walk with you and help you be your dreams, then having Mr. Black as a life coach is the answer. Training is available on an individual basis and company-wide, all at likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today, we are talking about fear and calling it out as the liar that it is. Fear is a liar. And if you miss any of this radio show, all you got to do is go to likeitmattersradio.com, likeitmattersradio.com. And you can listen to it again and again and again at your own leisure. And you can listen to many other uh, archive messages as well. We are national. We are international. we got listeners all over the world. And if you stumbled onto this radio program and you don't know how you found it, the easiest way is to go to iHeartRadio 
Just an app on your phone, app on your computer, and all you got to do is query Wellness Radio 1570. Wellness Radio 1570, that's our association with the, uh, uh, the radio station in Minneapolis. And there you will hear us every Monday through Friday from 9 to 10 a.m. Central Standard Time and replayed from 5 to 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. We're in lots of local markets in Minneapolis and St. Paul area. We're in St. Louis. And our brand new uh, local audience is Richmond, Virginia. You can listen to us in Richmond uh, every Monday through Friday from 6 to 7 p.m. on AM 1290 and FM 103.3. And if you want any information on our leadership training, where I'll teach you how to deal battle with fear, where I'll teach you uh, how to function at a high level in the presence of fear and watch as it dissipates, watch as it goes away. All you got to do is go to likeitmatters.net, likeitmatters.net. And today we are talking about fear is a liar. There's a reason we have fear. Every emotion we have, we were gi- it was given to us for a purpose. The problem is fear tends to shut people down. Fear tends to be the hammer uh, in everybody's toolbox that most people, that's the only tool they have. They use it for everything. Kind of reminds me of a, uh, I guess you'd call it a poem. I don't know. It doesn't rhyme much, but it's called a poem by Raymond Carver. It's called Fear. Fear of seeing a police car pull into the drive. Fear of falling asleep at night. Fear of not falling asleep at night. Fear of the past rising up. Fear of the present taking flight. Fear of the telephone that rings in the dead of night. Fear of electrical storms. Uh, Fear of the cleaning woman who has a spot on her cheek. Fear of dogs I've been told won't bite. Fear of anxiety. Fear of having to identify the body of a dead friend. Uh, Fear of running out of money. Uh, Fear of having too much, uh, though people will not believe this. Fear of psychological profiles. Fear of being late and fear of arriving before anyone else. Fear of my children's handwriting on envelopes. Uh, fear they'll die before I do and then I'll feel guilty. Fear of having to live with my mother in her old age and mine. Uh, fear of confusion. Fear this day will end up on an unhappy note. Fear of walking up to find you're gone. Uh, fear of not loving and fear of not loving enough. Fear that what I love will prove lethal to those I love. Fear of death. Fear of living too long. Fear of death. Oh, I've said that. That's actually the poem, just like you know. <laughs> But that really is, to a lot of people, the reality. Matter of fact, what is this? Um, uh, www.fearof.net. Phobia list. The ultimate list of phobias and fears. This is just the top 100. But I have heard, I think it's Dr. Uh, Jensen, or uh, I think it's uh, Dr. Jensen. He said there's uh, like 2,000 fears. But here's this, the the top list of fears. Now, the bottom of it is, it's the top 100 fears. 100 is taphophobia, the fear of being buried alive. Ouch. Uh, number 99 is myrmecophobia, the fear of ants. Wow. Uh, wow, that's not as common as arachnophobia, but may feel just as intense. Uh, kinemortophobia, the fear of zombies. we got a zombie apocalypse. Scolicyphobia, the fear of worms. Wow. Uh, Thalassophobia, the fear of the ocean. Coasterphobia, the fear of roller coasters. Ombrophobia, the fear of rain. How about this one? The fear of numbers. Numerophobia, the fear of getting rid of stuff. Disposophobia, oh my gosh. The fear of light. Photophobia. This is from the 100 down. Now, the very top on this list, and I've seen the list before, the number one fear was uh, uh, public speaking. Number two was burning death by fire. This is a much different list. I saw that about 25 years ago. Uh, So here on this phobia list from fearof.net, it says the number one fear in the world. Ready for this? Arachnophobia. Fear of spiders affects women four times more, 48% of women and 12% of men. Number two, believe it or not, fear of snakes. And then fear of heights is number three, acrophobia. Agoraphobia, the fear of open and crowded spaces. Sinophobia is number five, fear of dogs. So think about this, the top five fears. The top five fears, fear of spiders, fear of snakes, and fear of dogs. And the other one's heights, and the other one's crowded spaces. Wow. You see, we're around people, and we're fearful. 
And so fear is part of life. And so I want you to know, it's one of those things that you don't want to run from fear. One thing we have to learn is how to function in the presence of fear. You know, I think it was uh, Jensen Franklin who wrote a great book called Fear Fighters. Fear Fighters. And that's really what we should be. If we're going to be warriors, we should be fighting through the fear. Fear of the unknown, fear of risking, uh, fear of wanting to be liked, you know, all that. Fear is a part of the process. So the lie is that successful people don't experience fear. That is a lie. Successful people experience fear and do it anyways. That's why I like to reference that book by Dr. Susan Jeffers called Feel the Fear and Do It Anyways. Because three levels down, doctor, uh, she says that fear comes down to a simple concept. I can't handle it. What do you think? The fear of spiders. If there's a spider there, I can't handle it. What if he bites me? What if he's scared? Whatever. Fear of snakes. I can't handle it. Panic. Uh, they'll bite me. Whatever. I can't handle it. And once you realize that you can handle it, well, then you can feel the fear and do it anyways. And by the way, that is the definition of courage. So many people lack self-confidence. They lack courage. And they want to read books on self-confidence and courage. And they want to listen to speakers talk about self-confidence courage. That's not where you get it. You're not going to get it from a book. You're not going to get it from a speaker. You're going to get it in the arena. That's why one of my favorite quotes uh, You know, it, it, we end our graduation with. It says, our greatest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our greatest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, talented, gorgeous, and fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God, and your playing small doesn't serve this world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all born to make manifest the glory of God. That's in all of us, not just in some of us, but it's in each and every one of us. And as we let our own light shine, we consciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. That's a quote I share at the end of graduation over and over and over. And off the top of my head, I've said it so many times that it just flows out of me. You know, from the book Fear Fighters by Gentizen uh, Franklin, quote, says, I believe one of the wealthiest places in the world is the graveyard. How many people have taken their potential for writing a book, composing music, curing disease, or inventing a vital instrument to the grave with them because of fear? False evidence appearing real. How many people never achieve anything because they are afraid they will look foolish even attempting it? Fear of failure makes you hide from opportunity. To fail, according to Webster, means to fall short, to be unsuccessful, to disappoint expectations, to be inadequate or become bankrupt. According to that definition, the failure rate of the human race is 100%. And he goes on to say, when you think of George Washington, Abraham Lincoln, or Albert Einstein, you probably do not remember their failures. You remember their contributions to the world. Yet how would history be changed if their successes had been aborted because they quit when they first failed? And I'm going to tell you right now, if you're not as successful as you want to be, it's because you haven't failed enough. And yet so many people are afraid of failure. And one of the things that we can do with this word called failure to remove fear from it is reframe it. That's where being under construction matters. What if instead of something is called failure, what if it's called feedback? Because there are people that are afraid of constructive criticism without doubt. But most people, most people are open to feedback. And I want you to think about this is where the etymology comes in. If you have an outcome that is less than the desired outcome, in other words, you quote failed. However, you learn from that outcome and you do better next time. Was that a failure? And I would posit that it wasn't. You know, you probably heard this before. How often is a plane off, a, off course when it leaves from San Francisco on its way to Hawaii? And the answer I've heard is most of the time it's off course. But what it's doing, it's sending signals to towers and getting feedback and readjusting and readjusting. And if you look at true success, it has to overcome a lot of failures. I used to be in the sales field. I used to hear the thing, remember, you got to get nine no's in order to get a yes. So when you get that first no, is that a failure? When you get that fifth no, is that a failure? When you get that seventh no, is that a failure? Would you call Thomas Edison a failure? 
supposedly came up somewhere between 1,000 and 10,000 ways not to do a light bulb. Would you call Sam Walton a failure? You probably know Sam Walton. Maybe his store is Walmart. Would you call Colonel Sanders? You know Colonel Sanders, KFC chicken, a, a failure. How about Mary Kay? You know Mary Kay Cosmetics, right? How about Abraham Lincoln? You know the 16th president of the United States, right? Most of the people I just mentioned had so much failure before, and very little, if any, success before they were 50 years old. But they never gave up. They kept relenting. They were unrelenting, I should say. They kept being intensely fortified, moving forward, pushing through. So today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about fear is a liar. When he told you you were trouble, you'll forever be alone. When he told you you should run away, you'll never find a home. When he told you you were dirty. Here's what business owner Ken Johnson had to say about the impact Like It Matters Leadership Awakening had on his employees. Since then, they have been on fire. They have been committed as a team, absolutely changed. They are energized in a way that is is off the charts, different and better than we ever had before. First of all, best investment I ever made. Secondly, we decided to reduce our investment in some other areas so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience. Every single person has been thrilled with the results and myself included. Change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis, June 14th through the 16th. That's likeitmatters.net. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment. Giving your computer problems a boot. Arby's Computer Service. Hi, everybody. Randy from Arby's Computer Service. Let's talk managed services. Managed services is when you let a company like ours take over the responsibilities of keeping all of your computers and servers protected and running efficiently. We keep your systems patched, keep antivirus protection on all of your systems, provide a way to filter out much of the malware, manage your backups, and most of all, keep you up and running. This is no easy task and takes you time. Time is money. If your server or even an important computer goes down, can you afford this? Let us take care of all this for you, and you can stay focused focused on being profitable. And don't forget, we also fix your PCs, Macs, cell phones, and tablets too. Call us today at 763-441-3884. Once again, 763-441-3884 or find us on the web at rbsmn.com. Giving your computer problems the boot. Arby's Computer Service. Did you know approximately 980 Minnesotans will be diagnosed with pancreatic cancer this year? Only 88 will live to see the year 2022. These are not simply statistics. Every one of those diagnosed represents someone's mother, father, sister, brother, colleague, or friend. Pancreatic cancer is the world's toughest cancer, with a five-year survival rate of just 9% in the U.S., The Pancreatic Cancer Action Network is determined to improve patient outcomes today and double survival by 2020. We need your help. We are the only organization with a nationwide grassroots army, inspiring over 1 million people to take action and accelerate progress in the fight to end pancreatic cancer. We must do more and demand urgent action to save lives. Find out how you can join the fight by visiting pancan.org. That's P-A-N-C-A-N.org. Pancan.org. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black, and today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about fear is a liar. And one thing I want to tell you, I'm not lying. I want you to like me on Facebook, please. Just go to facebook.com slash radio. And there you will be able to like us on Facebook. And please, I'd love to hear from you. You can email me at any time you want, Mr. Black, M-R-B-L-A-C-K, at likeitmattersradio.com, likeitmattersradio.com. Love to hear from you. Love to hear what you think about the radio show. If you want anything I share uh, on the radio, you can email me request it. If you want me to cover certain topics, you can email me request it. And I'd love to hear from you. If you want to give me a call, you can reach me at my office, 817-502-1554. That's 817 
888-528-1554. And today we are talking about fear is a liar. One of my favorite acronyms, acronyms for fear uh, is false evidence appearing real. There's a few of them. False emotions about reality. I like that one too. But false evidence appearing real is one of my favorite acronyms. And let me tell you how fear is a liar. Let me give you a real good understanding. What I want you to do is hold out your right hand in front of you. And if you've done this before, I want you to do it as you're doing it for the first time. Who cares if you got the t-shirt? Who cares if you've heard this before? The mother of success is repetition. I promise you, LeBron James doesn't shoot three free throws. He shoots hundreds. He doesn't shoot five jump shots. He shoots thousands. You got to get this. Anybody that's great at something is great because they do it over and over and over and over and over and over and over. They master it. And they do it as if they're doing it the first time with that same excitement, with that same openness, with that same um, willingness to learn and grow. And so I want you to do this. If you're driving, please don't do this. Always be safe. But when you can do this, do this. I want you to experience it for yourself. I want you to hold your right hand out in front of you. And I want you to cup it. Because in your hand, I want you to imagine that you're holding a freshly cut lemon. I sliced it in half. I mean, there's lemon juice dripping off the side. I want you to put it up to your nose and take a big, deep whiff with your nose. Smell the lemon. Now I want you to open your mouth and take a huge bite out of that lemon. And if you really did it, you probably got this sour, puckered up look on your face. If you really did it, you're probably underneath your tongue, saliva is welling up because that's where your salivary glands are and your mouth is filling up with spit. Uh, If you really did it, you probably still got that little sour look on your face. And my question to you rhetorically without an answer is why the sour face? Why is your mouth filling up with saliva? Why are you still puckered up looking like that? And your response, if you did respond, but I told you not to because it's rhetorical, that's what that means. My next question to you was, what's sour? There's nothing in your hand. Put it down. You look weird. Don't you get it? If you look at your hand right now, there's no lemon in your hand. But if you truly did what I talked you into doing and imagined that lemon, then your body acted as if. Your face puckered up. Your mouth squinted. Your saliva glands began excreting, even though there was no lemon there. Why? Because your mind acted as if, because you have an experiential aquarium, because you know what a lemon looks like, what it smells like, what it tastes like, because you have history, because you have a past. That is false evidence appearing real. But that is how we work. It's the ultimate goal setting, this simple concept to act as if, as if. When you're setting goals, the three steps to becoming your dreams are want it, create it, live it. I covered it in yesterday's shows. And one of that is want it, create it, live it. It's about want and desire. But you got to know what you want and you got to be emotionally involved with it. And so fear is just a chemical response. But so is excitement. So is nervousness. So is adrenaline. Don't you get it? It's not the fact that you experience fear. It's what you do with fear. Matter of fact, I'm going to challenge you. If you're living a proper life, if you're living a life that's under construction, if you're living a life of significance, you're going to experience fear. And you've experienced in the past. Thousands of them. Thousands of them. I got this from Mark Batterson from a book called In a Pit with a Lion on a Snowy Day. Great book. Highly recommend it. He talks about unlearning. Unlearning fear unlearning other stuff. And he says, quote, unlearning requires more than just rewiring our brains. We have to use our new knowledge to face our fears and conquer them. He says, quote, according to psychiatric reference books, there are approximately 2,000 classified fears. 2,000 classified fears. Those documented fears run the gamut. Everything from triskaidekaphobia, the fear of the number 13, to arachibutrophobia, the fear of peanut butter sticking to the roof of your mouth. There is even a phobia phobia, phobophobia, sorry, the fear of acquiring a phobia. He goes on to say what's interesting is that psychiatrists posit that we're born with only two innate fears. Did you hear that? So we have 2,000 fears out there that we know of. And psychiatrists believe that we're only created, born, with two inborn fears, the fear of falling and the fear of loud noises. 
If you don't understand what I'm talking about, put a, a newborn baby in your palm of your hands or both hands and then bring your hands down kind of like they're falling even though they're not. That baby will kick its arms and legs out. It's like in one of our classes we do a trust fall where we have people climb up about six uh, feet up and then they fall backwards in the arms of their team. And part of the falling person's responsibility is to hug themselves, is to tuck their arms in a certain way because of this innate fear. Because our natural reaction when we're falling is to stick our arms out and flail our legs to stop ourselves from falling. The problem is if you got people on either side of you down below wanting to catch you, you're going to blacken eyes, you're going to bust noses, you're going to bloody some noses. Why? It's because we have this fear of falling and fear of loud noises. Don't you see we are created for peace even though we are, we are created into chaos. We are created for peace because the other natural fear is the fear of loud noises. And his last closing sentence says this, this means that every other fear is learned. And more importantly, that means that every other fear can be unlearned. Don't you get it? It's all a bunch of BS. BS. I don't mean the stuff that we step in in the fields in Texas that cattle are moving around in. I'm talking about belief systems. Everything we do or do not do is driven by a belief system. And so this is from uh, words from uh, David Derbyshire. Fear of you, fear of me, fear of others, fear you cannot see. You cannot smell fear or taste fear. You cannot hear fear, also not touch fear. But everyone feels fear. How is this possible? When you cannot touch, smell, taste, or hear fear? I have a fear of not knowing the answer. See, we can't even put fear. I mean, it, you, you, can't, you can't see fear. You can see how it shows up. You can smell chemical response from somebody who's sweating because they're afraid. But it's not real. You can't see it. You can't touch it. You can't feel it. You can't taste it. Those are things that make things real. And what you got to know is there are two driving forces in life. It's called neuroassociative conditioning. There is the desire for pleasure and the avoidance of pain. Don't you hear it? Fear. Now, the key is these are motivators. These are not demotivators. And we're either motivated by one or the other. I don't think there's a value in one's better than the other. Matter of fact, I hate to tell you, I hate to tell you my gut feeling is the fear of something, moving away from something, is probably a much more powerful fear, motivator. I mean, just look at the political world. Nothing sounds like bitterness. Nothing gets more people involved like hate. So many people are hating on Donald Trump that are going to the polls to vote for people that they don't agree with any of their positions, but just so they're not going to support Donald Trump. Don't you see? That's a much bigger motivator than moving towards something you want, something you desire. You got one party running on change and, and everything that they're going to do, and the other party running, on, uh, running against that other guy. Just hate. They don't know what the other party's for. I just know they're against Trump. Don't you see? There are two driving forces in life. We're either moving towards something, something positive, something good, being successful, or being happy, or having a good marriage, or having healthy kids. I'm not downplaying that. It's great. But the other motivating factors is fear of being abandoned, um, fear of uh, being homeless, uh, fear of not being accepted. Uh, fear of being fired. Fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Fear of getting into a car with a stranger. Don't you get it? The whole part of habits that you got to get is that there's a reward. And if you think about it, when you realize how to study patterns, that there's always a reward built in there. Otherwise, you wouldn't have started running the pattern in the first place that's now unconscious. And so if there's a reward, there's also a punishment. And so if you think about it, neurosocial condition is taking that one outcome, whether it's a reward or a punishment, and using that as the driving force. And when you study The Power of Habits, a great book by Charles Duhigg, you know, I realize the key to changing any habit or creating any habit is that reward. 
knowing what's the payoff. And that is the same thing with neuroassociative conditioning. Remember, the body releases 63 known chemicals. And these chemicals are released based on three things. Number one, what we're thinking about. What's going on in our head. Number two, our breathing. And number three, our physiology, specifically our eye placement in relation to said physiology. And we're functioning in fear, let's be honest. Our breath is shallow and we're thinking about things that are not good. So what do you think the chemicals that your body's releasing? So I am Mr. Black. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. When he told you you were trouble, you'll forever be alone. When he told you you should run away, you'd never find a home. When he told you you were dirty, you should be ashamed. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Go to likeitmatters.net to find out more about Leadership Awakening workshops. That's likeitmatters.net. Good day. Welcome to our show. We are here celebrating with Premier Pool and Spa because they're celebrating the nicer weather with what else? A huge hot tub sale. Yeah, what was with this weather? Hot one day, cold the next, snow then, then rain. I don't know what's coming or going. That's why it has never been a better time than to have a hot tub or an all-weather pool from Arctic Spa. Yeah, why would I want to sit in a hot tub in this heat? I can't believe you. You are in control of the temperature. So if you want the water cool, it's cool. If you want the water warmer, that's fine too. So in the summer, I can have a cool tub, and in the winter, I can have a hot tub. <laughs> I get it, eh? You're pretty smart. We all need to have quality products in Minnesota because of the harsh climate. It isn't only the really cold, but also the really hot that can make an outside product fall apart. Yeah, cold to hot in record time, just like this weather. So if you're looking at hot tubs or swim spas, have a look at the Arctic spas. Visit Premier Pool in Janassen today. PremierPools.com. Premier Pool and Spa, where we take fun seriously. I've been to training put on by Tony Robbins and Zig Ziglar, but I've never walked away with a growth experience like I did with the Leadership Awakening. Are you stuck in a rut? Have you leveled life's undulating line and flatlined your hopes and dreams? The time is now to attend Leadership Awakening with Mr. Black. Not since my Ranger training in the U.S. Army have I been pushed to see and feel the abilities I have to live life to the fullest. During this three-day life boot camp, you will clean up your thinking and restart your heart, helping you have the passion and enthusiasm your life's been missing. My heart was spiritually mended. I'm excited about living my life like it matters. By far the best 46 hours I've ever spent. Graduates leave Leadership Awakening refocused with the biggest feeling of self-confidence and a renewed passion and enthusiasm for their business and their personal lives. Call now and commit to giving and getting more from life. 817-502-1554 or email me at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black. And please, don't keep us a secret. Share this radio station with other people. My goal is to change this world one person at a time. And if we're going to change our lives, ladies and gentlemen, and keep the change, we must change our thinking. And so today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about fear is a liar. And this poem from Robert Williams Service, it says this, I know how father's strap would feel if ever I were caught. So mother's jam I did not steal, though theft was in my thought. Then turned 14 and full of pitch of love I was afraid and did not dare to to dally with our pretty parlor maid. And so it is and always was the path of rectitude 
I followed all my life because the parson said I should. The dread of hellfire held me straight when I was wont to stray. And though my guts I often hate, I walk the narrow way. I might have been a bandit or a Casanovish blade, but always I have prospered for. I have always been afraid. I fears behind the best of us and schools us for success. And that is why I'm virtuous and happy, more or less. So let me hail that mighty power that goes me to be good and makes me cannily to cower amid full-hearted hood. Though I be criminal in gain, my virtue of veneer, I thank the God who keeps me sane and shields me from distress and pain and thrifts me on to golden gain, almighty fear. That's a great poem. Great poem. I love this. So let me hail, hail that mighty power that goads me to be good. Wow. And makes me cannily to cower amid full hardihood. That is such a powerful line. Goads keep us on course. Goads push us in a direction. You got to get this. Fear does not have to be a bad thing. I want my children to fear disappointing me. I want my kids, my little kids, to fear getting in a car with uh, someone they don't know. Fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. You know, I talk a lot about Dr. Susan Jeffers, and you got to know she says that there are five truths about fear that you need to know. She says, fear truth number one, the fear will never go away as long as you continue to grow. Remember, I talk about this. You can always find fear. It's right outside your comfort zone. We live in this comfort zone, but let's be honest. It's not comfortable at all. It's familiar. And people would rather live in familiar pain than freedom. Outside of that zone called comfort is the zone called fear. False evidence appearing real. Fear is always right outside your comfort zone. And so if you're going to be pushing your comfort zone, fear will never go away as long as you continue to grow. And by the way, outside of that zone called fear is another zone called panic. Panic. The key to life is to consistently push your comfort zone. So what used to elicit some fear now becomes familiar, and what used to elicit panic just becomes, elicits a little bit of fear. And once you realize that you can feel the fear and do it anyways, it's just a chemical response, and that is the definition of courage, then you can keep moving forward. Fear truth number two, she says, the only way to get rid of fear of doing something is go out and do it. In my training, it's a very intense environment. And I don't want people to do uh, diminishing techniques, you know, laughing and making jokes and encouragement. I want people to learn how to function at a high level in a fearful, stressful environment. Because when that happens, everything changes. What happens is fear goes away. Once you learn how to function at a high level in that, in that zone called fear, fear goes away. It actually becomes your brand new comfort zone. Fear truth number three, uh, Dr. Susan Jeffers says, the only way to feel better about yourself to go out and do it. Certain things you can't get by a lecture. Certain things you can't get by a book. Certain things you only get in the fiery furnace. You only get in the arena. You know, the credit belongs to the person who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and tears, who strives valiantly who comes up short again and again, who knows the great devotions, the great enthusiasms, and spends themselves in a worthy cause, who at the worst, if they fail, at least they fail while daring greatly. So their place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who know neither defeat nor victory. That's a roughshod quote off the top of my head from Teddy Roosevelt called Courage. When you learn how to function in this zone called fear, it goes away. It becomes your brand new comfort zone. Fear truth number four. Not only are you afraid when facing the unknown, so is everyone else. So I love the Bible. The Bible says, you know, don't think that the temptation, the struggle you're going through is new. Other people have experienced this. God's giving you a way out. You just got to look for it. It's right in front of you. Resist the devil and he will flee. Whatever you're going through right now, other people have went through before. you got to know you're not alone. That's what the Bible's telling you. The same thing here. Not only are you afraid when facing them, so is everyone else. This should be a relief. You're not the only one out there feeling fear. You're not the only one. Now, if you let it stop you, you join a big group of people. 
But if you feel the fear and do it anyways, push through. Don't let fear stop you. Step in that place called courage. You're going to realize there's not many people in that place. And fear truth number five, pushing through fear is less frightening than living with the bigger underlying fear that comes from a feeling of helplessness. This is where neurosociative conditioning comes in. This is where you got to program yourself and just make yourself believe that, boy, the pain is going to be so much worse as I let this fear stop me than if I just push through it. And so I want to give you, before we go, because we only got about four minutes left in the show, give you three things. Three steps moving beyond fear in the decision-making process. Three-step process. Write this down. Or go to likeitmattersradio.com later and re-listen this radio show and write it down. Number one, make your outcome compelling. you got to know what you want. you got to have desire. you got to be stirred up. There's got to be emotional involvement. Why do you want this? Remember, we're dealing with neurology here. you got to get yourself emotionally involved. Why do you want to accomplish what you're doing? Remember, if we're going to move through fear in the decision-making process... Deeper meaning. You got to go beyond the surface. You got to find a real path. What's the reward? Bigger than, you got to create a big reward. You got to create an emotion, an emotional connection. You got to burn for it. Make the benefits outweigh the cost. Remember, Nietzsche, I don't care for who he was, but one of my favorite sayings, he said, he who has a why can bear almost any how. You got to make your why big so the hows are small. Number two, become your own defense attorney. You need to prepare a proper defense. You know, O.J. Simpson just got out of jail. And whether you agree he did it or didn't do it, one thing we all agree is he had a great defense team. We need to be our own defense team. We've got to remember, but we've got to remember the right things. We've got to remind ourselves in the things in the past where we overcome. Successful people remember their successes. And we must remind ourselves over and over in dire times. The whole story of David and Goliath, why David was successful against a nine-foot, nine-inch giant as a little boy, is because David remembered. He had fought in that valley before. He had slain the lion and the bear with a slingshot. So sometimes we got to create what I call an AOP, an auditory override program, so we can be our own defense attorney. we got to challenge the lie in our head. we got to become our own defense attorney. And number three on the three steps moving beyond fear in the decision-making process is feel the fear and do it anyways. Successful people don't lack fear. They feel the fear and do it anyways. They get rid of that thing that I can't handle it because that's what fear comes down to. You will have to realize that fear is always going to come back. And then you can laugh at it, you can mock it, you can blow on it like you'd blow on a dandelion, it just goes away. You won't ever totally defeat fear because anytime we step outside of our comfort zone, that's where we're going to experience fear. It's a chemical response. You can in the moment, you can overcome an experience, but you got to be active involved. You don't let fear take hold. You don't buy into fear's lie. You don't listen to the narrative in your head that's saying you're going to struggle, this outcome, this outcome. You've got to keep pushing that, keep pushing that comfort zone. Because outside that comfort zone is false evidence appearing real. And once you realize that you can feel the fear and do it anyways, you become more comfortable, more familiar in that zone. And so now what used to make you afraid is comfortable. And then you step out, the things that used to panic you, that used to shut you down, that used to freak you out, now you realize it just elicits a little bit of fear. And you know the routine. You feel the fear and you do it anyways. You get an auditory override program. You program yourself. Because fear is a liar. And you need to have some truth therapy. you got to confront the lie with the truth. And so as we end this program today, I'd like to leave with Zach Williams singing, Fear is a Liar.
TwinCitiesTuitions.com has been helping families for over seven years get into the school of their dreams. We have placed over 90 kids into private education, including Stacy's son. I have to say that this was an answer to prayer. This program made it possible for my son to transition into ninth grade into a wonderful school. Dealing with the station, particularly Alyssa, has been such a blessing. Education is one of the most important decisions that you can make as a parent. The difference that I've seen in, in my son in a Christian education is a confidence that can only come from Jesus Christ. He stands firm in the truth. He knows what he believes, and he's going to know that, that Jesus is the answer. Don't pay more than you need to for your child's first year of private school. Call me, Alyssa Brecken, at 651-289-4406 or visit our website at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Your resource for health and wellness is Wellness Radio 1570, KDIZ Golden Valley, a service of St.